There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Don't let him go. There we go. Thanks, Uncle Joe. It's 6.32. This glorious morning. It's beautiful, rainy day. Pull those covers up to your neck a little bit more and go, uh, nah, skipping it. She can't. Somebody emailed me and says, uh, Holmberg, you always say around this time of year, it's time to half-ass that effort. Everybody in offices are done for the holidays, you say. Well, what industry are you talking about? I can, I can take my vacation all at once and take the next three weeks off if I wanted to. But who's just giving their employees time off till the end of the year? All the service industries are still open. Food, hotels, retail. Construction industry still working. Banks, Wall Street, still open. Maybe a day off or so for Christmas. So it's you guys and Beth and maybe school teachers. Who are these people you talk of that get everything off till January? I need a career change if this is the perk. Thanks for the last, Ryan. Uh, yeah, Ryan, you said it yourself. You schedule your time off to be now. No new projects start in December because everybody knows it's going to get mucked up by the holidays. So the budgets are all done. The quarter's over a month ago. This eh, might be, uh, suits this are might off. be hell the week suits for some people. Off. Yeah, oh, retail and service, that's your own fault. If you're in retail and service and are complaining about working holidays, that's your fault. You took a job where that's where you work the hardest. That's silly. Your budgets were set a month or two ago. Yeah, and, and, and like he said, the suits are off. Yeah. They're barely showing No decisions up. are being made. If you don't have any more personal time off, it's because you took that stupid trip back in April and you blew your PTO and you're sitting there at work going, oh, but you don't have to try that hard right now. Nothing's actually getting done in an office. And that's what I'm saying. Half-ass it. If you do have to work, don't worry about it. Nobody's paying attention. Everybody's got their eye off the ball. Two more weeks. Yeah, it quit. It'll be a couple of Christmas Hardly parties. Work. Sorry, we got to eliminate everyone. You <laughs> right. know, oh, I mean, there'll be some of those. those. Those are the best. When they realize, we'll just start fresh in January. Nobody's, no go-getters really firing something up today. They're going to lose some people. Like next week, then they got to re-explain it. They'll start, we'll start fresh January 3rd. So half-ass your way through this thing. If you've got to work, if you don't, good on you. Way to save that that personal time off, and you've got aces for the rest of the week. It's great. I'm proud of you. But this is our last Monday. That was the last Monday. We'll hear Whippin' of Pride as our wake-up uh, song in the morning. 
That's a good thing. And uh, you don't have to hear any more about nonsense for two more weeks. You don't have to worry about news. You don't have nothing. Just show up. Do whatever it is you want for a few day, hours a day. Jeans. I'm in sweatpants every day now. It's great. We're, you, you, this is it. This, you've become a 53-year-old housewife. You're, you're barely trying. You show up. Sure, you're there. Occasionally, you lay down and take one. You don't really want to do it. And you're in sweatpants. You're getting through the day. You have a sandwich you made. It's probably in your pocket. Like You're just a kind of a... You're like a girl in college that just got dumped. You're not trying. You show up to the class, but you're not paying attention. Uh, I did hear some fascinating uh, lies this morning coming from news that I am, I love every second of. Uh, Brittany Griner, of course, being home. Yeah, she's, she's back, and everybody's like, oh, it's good, and I'm glad she's safe, and I'm glad she's back. She's being cared for in a facility. They're t- keeping an eye on her, and they're like, you know, Brittany wants to do a light workout, so they, she, she, everybody, don't worry. She wants to play again. She grabbed a basketball and did a light workout, and Brady, what's the first thing she did with that basketball? She dunked it. Wham, bam. Now, according to the news, zero evidence of this. There's no tape. There's no like. Uh, we all know. We all know. She, she, she flat ironed that thing right into the side because that's what she does. She dunked it, they said. Like, what's, of course, what's the first thing she did? Leapt up and dunked it. She spent 10 months, she's been sitting in a gulag, <laughs> losing weight, getting her hair chopped off because it froze in the, in the Siberian winter. Because she'd take showers and her hair would be wet and she couldn't dry it. Dread sickles. So her, yeah, she got dread sickles, started to eat at her head, so they shaved her head. And the uh, last thing that woman is doing if she's under constant maintenance and uh, you know surveillance for health is dunking. She could barely do it at her peak. Don't lie to me. They're still trying to, even through all this, uh, you know, Brittany Griner's uh, trials and tribulations with the Russian government and jail and all this. They still try to sell me the WNBA being f- something. And then she dunked it, you know. No, she didn't. Don't. Don't insult me that way. Weakened and kind of sad, Brittany is not dunking the ball right now. She's going to have to work her way back in. Oh, didn't you talking about WNBA. She's never going to dunk sad, it. No, you know no. what <laughs> weakened and sad is. Like, that's it. WNBA. Weakened and sad. Don't try to sell me that cruddy crap girl basketball product on the on the heels of emotion. It's just not real. We don't have any footage of it in this day and age. Who does? You know, there's no cameras anywhere at all. But of course, Brittany grabbed that uh, miniature ball they use for WNBA and she slammed it home. Three sixty USA USA. Right? Yeah, she Zion Williamson did it. Like <laughs> she she pulled the full the the triple dunk overhead tomahawk slam. You know, I did a big spin, and then Tommy Hawk. <laughs> did you get it on film? That sounds great. Oh, no, no, no. There were no cameras. Really? I thought you were under surveillance. I thought everybody was watching you to make sure you're okay. Where's this basketball court they drug you to? There were no cameras following the Brittany Griner van ride to the facility of, you know, to go to an arena. Of course there were. No dunk. No dunk. Calling it. <laughs> It's like Tiger Woods, just uh, first time swing a club out of his injury <laughs> yeah, from that exactly. car accident. Hole in one. On a 383-yard par four. He, he, he plunked it. Lies. You sell me your crud product. It's, it's messy. He was in jail for two years, came back, and then uh, you know fired one and curved it from uh, 300 yards out and put it right in the center of the net. Nope. Lies. All lies. 
I would watch the uh, the Mercury practice once and count the dunks, and it would be equal to the missed ones. They don't dunk. Eighth grade basketball players do. Boys. WNBA girls, no. And ones who have been weakened by prison for a, for a year don't grab a ball and just hammer it home. It's not happening. Why? Why must they sell this product to us? Can't we just get a feel good enough about her being home, you know, for the merchant of death? When does Sherelle get to see her? Yeah, I don't know. When has Sherelle Griner and her been, they've got to be. It seems like I, you don't hear anything. They're back together, united. There's another thing. Just spending the, you know, to time together. together. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Brittany's, well, I think basically, Brady, her legs would be weakened from a dunk, too, from all the semen she's unloading from her time away. I mean, it's got to be a ridiculous amount of ball filling while she was in jail. I don't understand gender anymore, but I do know this. That person has balls. <laughs> and she dunks them. Yeah, where's Cheryl? You think Cheryl would have been out there, like, vapor locking with her and just getting coated, crispy creamed on the reg? And then they give her a basketball and say, go dunk? I couldn't dunk a six-foot hoop after I beat off. There's no way Brittany's doing that. Don't sell me that product. It's just not a thing. But, of course, you're a... You're a bigot if you think she didn't do it. But give me proof. Why wouldn't they have filmed that? Isn't that kind of the comeback? Wouldn't that be the WNBA's greatest video? Wouldn't that be the sell? Maybe it's part of the packaging. They're hanging on until they finally roll out with it. Well, that got to pay to play. No, because to me, that's not the spontaneous first time I touched a ball in 10 months dunk. Because if they show that at the Suns game on Saturday, Brittany's back in a promotional video, and they show her dunking in some gym. It was like the 15th take. I'm not buying that that was her first walkout on the court, and then she just went up and slammed it. No way. With the frozen hair, maybe. I'm the next hard locks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's enough. That's a lot. No, do that. That's a big laugh. That's right. Sip your drink and live in sorrow and shame. (laughs) Is it too late to trade another guy for Brittany? Can we put another guy over in Russia? We'll give you this one. Hard locks. Again, it's the weekend. He's just been he's been talking to Kirby the whole time. Just wait till we get back from vacation. Yeah. His gauge oh. for humor always rises to Friday and then falls off a cliff when Kirby Derbs and him do dad jokes all weekend. And then Monday, we're we're due for one every Monday. We're screwed when we come back. Oh my God! After two weeks, <laughs> it's going to be like a, a Tim, new year. It's going to be like ah. a Tim Conway Don Knotts movie. Just walks in the material. door. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, I just don't buy it. I don't buy anything about the Brittany Griner dunk, and you're going to be hearing it, and you're supposed to be emotional and everything else. Show it to me. You know someone was filming that. Show it to me. I want to do a light workout. I want to get a ball in my hand. I haven't played basketball two months. First thing she does is dunk. That's the biggest thing she struggles with at six feet eight. That's proof that anybody, because I get emails all the time. I think Brittany's a guy. I'm like, have you seen her try to dunk? That's a woman. There's no question. It's just a really tall woman. Have you seen her play basketball? No. If that was a dude, if that was Joanna man, drastic difference in ability at 6'8". That's a woman. That's a 6'8"-inch woman. No question. Yeah, it drives me nuts. And I'm good. I'm glad we have an American back on her on home turf. Good. Don't start selling me WNBA emotion now. Yeah, and the other thing they're trying to sell us is that World Cup, like we're supposed to be interested in Morocco. 
Amazing, Jonna. <laughs> I know. Morocco won. It's in, uh, like, where's Morocco? I forgot. It's in the, and, and I guarantee yeah. half the people would say the same thing. Where is that? You need a map to know your favorite team's location. You don't really like the sport that much. Morocco and Portugal, or I don't know who. Uh, Portugal's yeah, Ronaldo. Ronaldo's somewhere. out, right? Ronaldo is out. Messi is out. Brazil is out. So it's France and Morocco. A bunch of surrender monkeys running around. It's hilarious. The French. That's my favorite nickname for the French. Which one? <laughs> the Surrender Monkeys. <laughs> I love that. The Parisian Surrender Monkeys. Anyway, yeah, nobody cares about that either. They're, and the best part is that they no longer sell it on uh, Fox. Even yesterday when they were talking about the next event, it was they were talking about how it's going to be on the Spanish channel. <laughs> you guys will like it. They'll eat it up. We're done here. <laughs> no American's going to kick back at a sports bar and watch Morocco's next game. Not happening. But they keep trying to sell it. They keep. Trip said that to me yesterday too. He goes, "How many people come over to your house for World Cup night?" And I'm like, "Yeah, as many that go to the bar, zero. World Cup day. Yeah, th- yeah, in the morning too. Yeah, the USA is out, and that sport is over. The, the kids are enjoying it. Who? Middle school, high school. Are they soccer? Yeah, that's exactly the audience the TV wants. It's a bunch yeah. of no moneyed kids to start uh, screaming out. I don't know that they're enjoying it that much. Maybe a few that you know, but for the most part, no. Your your kids aren't enjoying Morocco versus France. No, they have their you know fantasy players. Sure, and they're all out. Yep. There'll be one know it all that knows somebody from Morocco and acts like they've been following, but it's impossible. It's craziness. Yeah, we get back to what we do best: football, politics, and fighting. That's it. That's what we do. And beer. We're America. You keep trying to sell us that Euro crap, girl basketball. It's not happening. By the way, uh, just got word that Brittany just dunked on a 12-foot rim. She's, she's, just, she's sky high now. She did a lot of training out there in Russia. Also, she can float now. She's learned to float. WNBA will never be the same. But I fear that because I think Saturday when I go to the Suns game, when they come in, they're in trouble. They're reeling right now. But when they, they come back, oh, they look really bad. Uh when they come back, they're going to have that BG promotional video. I think they're going to time it to where she actually walks out on the court. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'll be at the game. But I don't know. I think I am going to Brett Favre it when they did the Caitlyn Jenner at the ESPYs and everybody had to stand up. I remember Brett got in so much trouble for a half ass clap because he was like, I'm not a huge supporter of uh, cutting dicks off. I'm just not. It's just <laughs> it's hard for me. And it's okay that he felt that way, but he got so much crap for – being indifferent about Caitlyn Jenner's struggle or t- whatever when the ESPYs named her person of the year and Brett was doing that dumb clap. I think that might be what I do when they, they roll Brittany out, inevitably roll her out at a Suns game here soon. Well, is this going to be the first game Saturday? she's been I back for? Friday or Saturday. 17th is Saturday, and that will be the Suns' first home game okay. since she's been back. And uh, they're, I think they're going to roll her out. They got to. Maybe they could have a halftime deal where you take Britney on a relay race like move moving the rock pile like from one side to the, the other you challenge well, the, what they do now is they, they dress someone as half a hamburger and they lay down on the court and then the other guy goes and picks up the ingredients a pickle oh and yeah put the pickle okay. on it you run back and grab some bacon you put that and then some cheese and then you have your half of the bun and then you dive down on top of the other half of the burger and the first and there's two people doing it it's a relay race it's pretty fun to watch yeah. which burger is going to be first I don't think they're going to put Britney through the through the paces Maybe. 
I would die laughing. You know what they should do is give her that trampoline so she can finally dunk and let her have one like a uh, good one. Be a pretty good idea. Yeah, I, but I know the crowd's going to go bananas, and it's you know. But I just don't understand. My reaction is going to be like. <laughs> I just did my Saturday club. <laughs> All right. And, and the reason they're rolling around is at an NBA game is because they couldn't do it at a WNBA game. It would be uh, insulting. There's no crowd. There's, you know, it's 2.30. There's an elementary school that got free tickets sitting in the one end. It's, just, it's not a good idea. It's all right. Roll her out at the Cardinals game tonight, Monday Night there Football. There you go. I mean, this is the one. If it's if it's not about WNBA promotion over her actual plight, put her out there tonight on the fifty yard line. Maybe they will. A nationally televised game on ESPN, the most liberal Disney crazy network there is, and you it plop her out. Oh, huge! I think that would be the best idea. Surprise visit from BG. I think that that would make me feel better that they're not just promoting basketball. But I have a feeling they're going to get well, her out there Saturday. She'll make the tour. Oh, she's going on tour. But tonight would be a perfect one. I wouldn't be surprised if the and the Patriots are here. It's very, uh, you know, red, white, and bluey. Uh, except for uh, Veronica Bialik, who I would have fought. I would have flown over there to get her out. Like if it was personally, uh, if she had gotten in trouble for a vape pen, it would just been Cliff. We, I would have traded five Merchants of Death for one of Bialik, <laughs> and zero argument for me on that one. But, uh, yeah, they should roll her out tonight. We'll see. And it'll be something the crowd can really get crazy about, and it's a good feel-good moment. And instead of 20,000 Suns fans, it'll be 70,000 football fans. I won't say Cardinal fans because the Patriots are here, so it'll be about 40% at least. I don't know. might be more. I don't know if the Patriot fan is still as fired up about heading over to the arena now without – Not without Tommy. Without Tommy there. Max, okay. Tommy. Tommy's the man. Gronk. Gronk. Tommy. Love those guys. Yeah. I, uh, maybe, but they'll, they'll roll her out tonight. We'll see. And that's going to be a mess. So if you have tickets to tonight's game, I suggest leaving in about 10 minutes and head on that direction. It's going to be awful. If this continues all day and it's sloppy and wet and you got to get out there at 630. Oh. There's going to be so many solo stoves out there. Oh, yeah. Smoke, smoke everywhere because it's wet wood. You're doomed. Your solo stuff's just going to puke smoke. This thing's supposed to suck out all the smoke. And if you're like me, the dummy is like, well, what did I, like, where's the apparatus that sucks the smoke out? There isn't one. They just have holes in it. Smoke isn't supposed to do that. It recirculates. I want to talk to Mr. Solo Stove because I just want to shake his hand. How'd you do this? How'd you, how'd you sell trash cans to America and tell them there'd be no smoke with wood fire? How? Drill some holes on the we bottom of them. You made it look like there's some sort of technology. Or just, and, the, and the thing that the holes are on are, isn't even attached to where the fire is. It's a separate ring all by itself. So the bottom of the can, it's just like putting your trash can up on a silver ring. It doesn't do anything. Huh. But it's got all these holes in it. You're like, eh, that's for ventilation. It's not no, layered? No, it's, there's nothing about it that's it's such a scam. But it's my own fault. Idiot. But it does burn a lot. Like fire burns things, and especially in a trash can. It burned it all up. <laughs> Easy cleanup. That's the best part. Anyway, uh, Cardinals tonight. So if you are, yeah, again, uh, if you're going to go out there, 7, 7.30 this morning is the time I would leave. 
that's when I'd get out of. I would run. Cliff's not gonna. Cliff will be there when he gets there. Don't worry. Probably halftime, I'd say. He's going to wait for traffic to clear. Get one last poke in. Coach McCoy's got this. Yeah, McCoy's got the clipboard. We're in good shape. <laughs> yeah, they're the Mighty Ducks, basically. They're, the kids are coaching at this point. It's just <laughs> not good. Emilio doesn't know what he's doing. It's, it's, I have a feeling Cliff's kind of like uh, Jason Sudeikis. You know, he doesn't know much about the sport, but people seem to like him, so he just stays. He might as well just have an Englishman. You know what to do. Let's yeah. just go out there and do it. You get it, Ted Lasso. Hop out there, and people seem to enjoy your company. Let the other guys handle it. But it'll be tonight, and uh, we'll see. But I think this is it for uh, Cliff. They lose this one on the national. This reminds me very much of the Buddy Ryan Christmas game against the Cowboys where they filmed Jerry Maguire. It's, this is it. This is the national stage. If they crap the bed. Now, people forget the Jerry Maguire game. Buddy Ryan left with time on the clock, he was walking to the locker room. And they asked him why That's he right. left the game early because I couldn't watch that anymore. And he stood in the tunnel thinking the game was over and it wasn't. Was fired the next day. Uh, and I think the Cowboys won the game like 35-7. to 7. It was an absolute bloodbath. But, Buddy was on his way out anyway. Cliff, I think, is on his way out and has one last chance to save himself from complete ridicule. And that's just doing something special tonight on there, but I don't see it. Did Buddy have any um, time left on his contract? I can't remember. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. He was here for two years, probably paid him to go away. But it was bad. That I was. I had season tickets for the Buddy Ryan years. The first year, they weren't bad. They were 8-8. Eight and eight. They had all those old Eagles. Clyde Simmons, Seth Joyner, Terry Hogue. They brought in all those guys, and they're like, not so bad. Like, these guys have a defense. And then Buddy went nuts, and they went 4-12 and 12 the next year, and he left early for the Cowboys Monday night, or he wanted to talk to Tom Cruise. It was a weird night, too, because the place was absolutely buzzing from nobody knew what Jerry Maguire was yet. But they're like, Tom Cruise is filming a movie here in the corner. And nobody knew Cuba Gooding Jr.'s name. They didn't know anybody. It's Tom Cruise. That's before he was a Crenshaw Mom. That's right. <laughs> was, was that before or after? I that was after. Remember. It was oh, after. Was it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was after. We knew Cuba. We didn't know how good he was yeah. going to be. I mean, he didn't care that Cuba Gooding Jr. was filming a movie in the corner of the end zone, but they did. The place was packed like an hour before. It was incredible. Maybe they should film a movie tonight. Jerry Maguire 2. Or a Pornhub video featuring Veronica. Oh. Can I be an extra in that? I'll be a crowd stand-in for the OnlyFans first. Oh, He needs to use it while he still has access to the stadium. That's true. Anyway, but this could be it. And if the Patriots do some... Serious ass-kicking of the, the... The Patriots aren't an ass-kicker anymore. They're a lull-you-to-sleep team. But we'll see. And if anything's going to happen with that Kyler Murray, Belichick's going to solve it. Again, you got about seven minutes before the traffic gets really heavy for tonight's game. You just sit in the parking lot and sleep all day. It's going to be a... Di- just get out of everyone's way for traffic, too. That's the other thing. Disaster heading out to the West Valley tonight. It's going to be terrible. Uh, did you see the big fight at the Mullet Center? I just... Yeah. We're just and talking it's, about that. It's a proud moment for KUPD because the in-house announcer for the Coyotes is our guy, Paul Sura. And a man, and I think it was the Bruins, a, a Coyotes fan and a Bruins fan start to fighting at the Mullet Center, which right there, that says everything. The Mullet Center in-house fight. And it's my it, first look at the Mullet Center, really. Beautiful place. Melee. And 
Then this girl steps in and says, stop, stop. And the dude just hammers her with two solids. Oh. She takes him great. I mean, she goes, she's a Boston gal, so she could, she's been punched by a man before. That's, you know. <laughs> but she takes two blasts. And then dude just leaps over onto the seats in front. All while uh, Paul Sura is like, Coyote's goal. He has to blow out the announcement of the Coyote's goal. It is a glorious moment in KUPD and the producer, uh, uh, Paul, Paul the producer. It's his greatest moment ever. So he's like Brenneman, uh, and there's one for Kelsey yeah, yeah, yeah. And- It's exactly that. The whole, I mean, it's such drive. a small venue that you're like, okay, well, you know, everybody's seeing the fight. It's, a, it's like a high school stands fight. I mean, they beat the bejesus out of each other, and then clock a couple, uh, the lady gets two. And, I mean, she takes two big shots. And all over the Internet it said, uh, Trouble Brewing at Mullet Center. And I'm like, man, the name of this place couldn't be better for hockey fights. The Mullet Center. I just sent it to you, Brett. Right. Yeah, get it up there. Because Paul's announcement is, it's, it's so professional. And Paul said, he, was, he texted me, he goes, I was watching the fight the entire time. And he said, so then I looked down, I got the, the info in my ear on the goal and the official scoring, and I gave it a, I gave it a shot. But, man, this, the woman takes – that punch she takes is legit. Her hair goes floating and flying. I mean, it is a clean shot. And then the guy just leaps over and attacks everyone in the next three rows. It's, it's a great fight. But, again, like we talked about last week, leave it to the – Boston fan to make a mockery of an event at a Coyotes game. You can't handle if the Coyotes beat you. So tonight, the Patriots, they're in town. Bostonians. That guy's still here. Oh, he's hanging around. Yeah. He had both. He had the, I don't even know if the Bruins were playing. It was just a dick in a Bruins jersey. <laughs> Nobody's paying attention to Coyotes here. Is this it? I think so. Listen to Paul's announcement. Listen to the professionals. <laughs> the fight's going. Got the full punch. Got a sweater over him. Coyote, donor, coyote donor. fans getting it done. Oh, there's the lady there's there's the got taking the just. Then he just goes over the top and kills everyone like it's a mosh pit. That's what I'll Here drop. Just throw popcorn on. Here Someone comes. wearing a Gronk jersey. Oh yeah. Oh, the cop went over too. Here it comes. All right, Paul. There's still a game going on. <laughs> Listen to Paul being a pro. Yeah, he's good. Paul's very good because he said he had his eyes on that fight the whole time. They get him in. He gets that announcement. Good for Paul. And that was posted by the Boston Garden. Even though they got, even though they got smoked in that fight. The Bostonians don't. Yeah. Southies don't mind when they get their Man. asses kicked. They just like that they ruined another event. The just Irish. Just another day in Arizona. Girl yeah. in the Pats jersey goes down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah, the, and she's wearing a uh, she's wearing a Tommy jersey, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. She's got a Patriots jersey, and I mean, she gets... There was a Gronk, and then there was a... When she involves How did she herself, get involved? Just start running her mouth, or what? Yeah, probably. She's Bostonian. Well, when she talks... Oh, no. Oh, oh man. Yeah. It was Gronk. It was Gronk. <laughs> it was Gronk, yeah. <laughs> and then the dude stands up for her honor in his drunken Irish Boston thing, and then takes just a double beating. 
The, the worst thing, I like the cop here right yeah. off the turnbuckle. Here we go. Yeah, he dives in. <laughs> the best part about uh, a woman dating a man from Boston is he'll stand up for your honor, but he's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> you don't talk to my girl like that. Pump, pump, pump. He's down. Yeah, Boston, Boston guys will fight. They're Irish. Oh, yeah. They'll fight and they'll sleep through the fight. You're most likely going to beat up a Bostonian in a fight. They talk like they never lose, but that's why they're so mad at New York all the time. New York's been kicking their ass in street fights since the beginning of Boston. You might have got me this time. Next time, New York. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sit on Boston. <laughs> and then you come out to Phoenix, and the passive Coyote fans kick your ass. Never <laughs> heard of anything like it. You guys have been pretending to be tough in Boston for uh, two decades. You get your ass kicked at a Coyotes game. If anybody in a Coyotes jersey beats you up, you've insulted so many different things. To fire up a Coyotes fan, they're the most bored people on the planet. It is impre- uh, impressive that, uh, I mean, Gronk took a wicked good punch. She there. did, yeah. She got back yeah. up. Yeah, but she, she probably said it. Did you hear that, Dale? Go get him. He's insulting the whole family. Heard you talking about my gal. Bam! He's out. Hey, you can't hit him. Bam! She's out. Shut up, Boston. But you got a whole load of that tonight. Oh, they're going to be tough. They are going to be tough. But you know what? They're all mouth. Bostonians fall like wet paper. Just throw them straight down into the ground. There's nothing to them. I mean, look at Kennedy. He's a perfect example. (laughs) You got to put up no fight. She fell back into the right. Yeah, though. yeah, it's all right. But they all fall. It's it. All Bostonians, when they get upset or, or in a in a scrum, they all fall. Oh, it's fun to watch, though. But nice job. To our own Paul Sura, he deserves the credit. He has to sit through, think of this, Paul has to sit through every Coyotes home game. That's a curse. Brittany Griner didn't have it so bad. It's cold. It's the Coyotes games. It's tough. Who does the announcing for the, uh, for the Mercury games? Is it a guy or is it a check? Oh, geez, that's a good question. I don't. Is that? Uh, I mean, who has does Vince Morata have to do that oh. too? Poor Vinny. Oh, better have his contract fixed for the next one. Oh, the good news <laughs> is he very rarely has to say three point goal. Miss <laughs> <laughs> shot. Dunk. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I'm just kidding. If he had to, yeah. If he had to announce like exciting plays or dunks or things or missed shots, would be he'd be he'd be hoarse by the halftime. There's another clanker. Brick. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if anybody from the Mercury are listening, I'll be your in-house voice uh, for free. I'll do it for free, but I'm allowed to wow. announce I'm allowed to announce bricks. They post it like the uh, World Cup games, shots on goal, <laughs> right. attempted. Two? Yeah. I would be I, I would I I would do all the things you need me to do, but I'm also allowed to announce things like hilarious turnover by number 12. Like those kind of things would have to happen as well. I would announce the girl down. Yeah. <laughs> Once again. Drink your drinks, lesbians. Girl down for no reason. <laughs> and there's a heave out of bounds. Mercury ball. Turnover. The new announcer's kind of a dick. Another turnover. <laughs> like I announce all the bad things, but they keep happening, so we might as well make fun of it. Yeah, tonight, Boston remains in town, but I got to hand it. Paul Sir texts me that, and he goes, man, you know how hard it is to try to remain professional 
and not just say, ooh, bitch from Boston just took two in the chops. Coyote's goal at 540 in the second. But, yeah, that girl, Gronk girl took she's – been, she's been on the other end of domestic violence before because that head didn't break. That, she took the shots like, like dinner was cold. <laughs> like a Bostonian stew wasn't quite up to his liking. And uh, Davy the Southie came home a couple of pints in. I love her. She's shots. got a great jaw. <laughs> Should never wear that Gronk jersey. You haven't earned it. He's not with Tommy no more. <laughs> Why is this stew cold? <laughs> anyway, Boston's still in town. The worst fan base in America by far. I don't know who a close second would be. Philadelphia, I suppose. But they seem, to have, they seem to have calmed her down a little. They're happy. It's tied between Philly and New York. I mean, at that point. Yeah. New York's I'd just say, got bragging I'd say rights. Philly, though. Philly's got to be up there. Philly's bad. After that... Maybe New Nobody York. Cares, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of like a bunch of average fans of stuff. You got fans that are overexcited about garbage. You know, you get some of that. Cleveland, they're probably pretty, but they're they're so passively up. That I mean, getting to a fight in a Browns game is like getting to a fight at a Coyotes game. It's like, how, how did you piss off a Coyotes fan? He doesn't care that. I don't much. know Raiders fans. He can't. Oh, Raiders fans are up. Yeah. I don't know how Vegas is, but Oakland used yeah. to be pretty awful. You're right. Yeah, it's probably the order. Boston, Philly, Oakland, but they don't have a team now. Still intolerable. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know if Vegas is more passive if they're worse. I haven't heard I much, know. though. Their stadium's, better too, scene. their stadium's too pretty and expensive yeah. to have the dregs like that. That dump up there, that Alameda thing. The reason Oakland left, the Raiders left Oakland, is because that stadium was the same one they've been playing in since the 70s. It's crap. Yeah, probably Oakland's third. And then, I don't know. Then it's just a pick of Dick Hedery. Bears fans are seemingly all right. Well, we got nothing to you got nothing run our mouths What are you about? mad yeah. about? Yeah. We're still doing the Super Bowl shuffle, for Christ's sake. So. Yeah. Steelers fans are way too into being Steelers fans to care about your team. I've been to a bunch of Steelers games. They don't fight. They get, they get, they're more, the Steelers fans are more mad at their own team than anything that's going on on the field. Like, we pick out misery in a win. Beat ourselves. We're just, well, even if we win, if we win 38-7, to 7, we still found, ah, goddamn, offensive coordinator is the worst person on the field. We, hate, we, we lament the points that didn't get scored. We're just, uh, yeah, we're just internally disastrous. If Philly is just mad at everything. Dallas, maybe. They're kind of That's yuck. up there. Yeah. Anyway, Boston's in town. Enjoy that. And to our great Paul Sura, great work. And to the girl in the Gronk gear. You probably had it coming. You're dating a guy from Boston. You're probably kind of weird. I guarantee you have a shamrock tattooed to you somewhere. I got this one when I was 19. Yeah, that's part of it. I think it just shows up in the mail for all you people. <laughs> right next to your TV-12. <laughs> yeah, because your TV-12 and a shamrock tattoo. Just, the mailman probably gives it to you. <laughs> there it is. All three leaves. Gaelic cross. You look wicked hot right now. Don't you talk to my girl like that. Out of his misery. Is that like a rite of passage? Like, you know, the, the Mexicans have the quinceañeras and yeah. all that kind of stuff. The, the Boston, you get that, that shamrock tattoo. You get a shamrock and... tattoo and a man punches you in the face twice. <laughs> Today you are a woman. 
Yeah, they take your flower in front of your family and then punch you in the face. (laughs) 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 Well, it wasn't her first time. Trust me, she's 13. She's a Southie. And now the traditional Bostonian punch to the lady chop. (laughs) (laughs) And now she has been fertilized with my Bostonian seed. (laughs) Go, Pets! You talk a girl wearing a Gronk jersey wandering around. She's just begging for it. You think that hurt? I'm from Boston. I've been punched by a man before. Of course you have. Tommy hits harder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tommy. Where's your shamrock tattoo? Your ass or your forearm? Oh, my God. How'd you know? The accent. <laughs> I knew the minute I met you. When you wandered up in your Gronk gear. Where's your TB12 tattoo? Ankle or wrist? Oh, my God. <laughs> you like a sorcerer. That's right. I'm a sorcerer. Have you looked <laughs> around Boston? You all have one. Where's your Bruins tattoo? On your shoulder or your calf? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Predictable Bostonians. Could I get a reading from you? <laughs> you know the future. Yep, you're going to get punched in the face by a man. (laughs) You're going to be part of domestic violence. You're from Boston. I see the number five. Five knuckles. Yeah, five. I see you with dental bills. (laughs) And uh, it's because your accent is intolerable to men in Boston. I don't know how you've done it. Wicked crazy soothsayer. That's right. I'm a soothsayer. You're all the same. By the way. Perms are out, <laughs> said 1988. You're hanging on to it. Oh, also, white snakes not coming back. You'll see. <laughs> nope, it's not happening. There's one in the face. <laughs> it's just dinner in Boston. Oh, this delicious stew. Thanks. Ow, okay. Boston. Tonight, Patriots. Cardinals, enjoy Bostonians in full. The good news is it's the Mac Jones Patriots. They're not nearly as passionate. Uh, I don't know that they're going to show up in droves like they used <laughs> Brought to. Brought a little southern charm to the yeah, team. I don't know if Max, did, if Max <laughs> calmed them down a little bit. I saw you looking at Max's ass. What? My eyes went down. Yeah, they can take a shot. Not that one at that mullet arena, though, I'll tell you that. What do you got in the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Now, we were talking earlier about haven't haven't done any Christmas shopping yet. Well, Action Ride Shop's got you covered. They got they got full line of BMX bikes in there. So from a two-year-old, you want to get them on a bike, to yeah. all the way up to the 29-inchers if you're going to be going out doing some you know pub crawls or whatever. But full everything in stock right now. Go to actionrideshop.com. See what it's all about. Josh and the boys will hook you up. Uh when Max Cotter says, don't forget about the Boston girls' overly aggressive open-mouth gum-chewing issue. Yeah, that's true, too. They got a whole load of that. <laughs> Do you mind trying to keep your mouth closed while you slobber all that winto green in? <laughs> On the list, uh, for you. I want to have fresh breath for when I make out with you. <laughs> Never. On the list for your stove, uh, a couple songs came in. Uh, Firestarter from Prodigy. Silk Sonic, Smoking Out the Window. Uh, smoke on the Water. <laughs> smoking Out the Window by Silk Sonic <laughs> for my thing. Uh, the Cult on Their Clutch, Mastodon, Sepultura, Exodus, 
Devil Driver Ministry. Manson, the fight song for the Gronk chick that got her ass handed to her. And, of course, then yeah. somebody late late one came in, uh, Dropkick Murphy, shipping up to Boston. A guy just emailed in. He says, I dated a girl from Boston. You couldn't be more right. She was very aggressive, and I couldn't take it during sex when she'd say, deeper, deeper. <laughs> <laughs> harder, harder, deeper, deeper. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. I had to put you out of sleep. Oh, wicked hard shot to the kisser. Nice. Deeper, harder. Kiss me. Uh, uh. You could have the high. Veronica Biala could have that Boston accent and be ugly. It's an amazing ugly maker. Drop it down two points. I would wear earplugs and stare at her butt. But even that, turning over its shoulder while you're staring at that, going, Hada! Hada! Like, oh, God. And what if she had the shamrock tattoo right there? Of course. What if? What do you mean, what if? Chowing that gum. Hada, you puss. Hada. You hit like my uncle. Hada. Damn it. <laughs> Deepa. Is that all you got? Deepa. I bet you that was the last words of whoever did kill Kennedy. I can't take this guy's voice one more minute. <laughs> <laughs> one more. It's Cuba. State of the Union. There's no R in Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> I'm shooting him. <laughs> Anyway, I like all of those. Everything on here. Sleep now in the fire solid. Everything for my solo stove. Firestarter is always a good one. Although the rain by the cult is good. Everybody's on point today. Yeah. The fight song from Manson. For the Gronk girl. Yeah. Shipping up to Boston is pretty solid because it just shouts. But I, Toledo's already loaded Firestarter. I like all that right. one. Firestarter by Prodigy. That's good stuff. Uh, let's get that going right now. It's seven twelve, And again, it's snowing so hard up north. They've closed the 40 uh, west of Flagstaff. 260 has said you can't come down. Southeast Arizona is uh, all chains and uh, four-wheel drive. That's it. You can't, can't go anywhere. So the whole state outside of Phoenix just getting coated in snow, and that means good things for skiers. Yes. Because that means the Christmas holiday, there's going to be great natural snow and some of that fake pea snow they make, which is awesome. They take your urine and the toilet water. And they shoot it back out there with one of those uh, igloo ice makes. One of those things that you see your kid, and they make more snow out of it. Who cares what you're skiing on? Water ice. Water. That's those Philly, Philadelphians. <laughs> yeah, they're bad, too. But Bostonians are the worst. Says, uh, I just heard the 4th Avenue jail is jammed full of ob- obnoxious Boston a-holes. The Suns played the Celtics Wednesday. Coyotes had the Bruins over the weekend. Now the Cardinals and the Pats. 4th Street Avenue smells like cabbage and Aquanet. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor. Well played, Chris. Ah, Boston. Can we give it back to England? They don't want it, right? Nah, we don't need it. We'll keep the colleges, but that's it. Uh, it's Prodigy. It's Firestarter for my new solo stove. Full of smoke. It's a smoke machine. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.